TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. Welcome back to Overnight America. Still watching the debate that's going on. The debate is over when it comes to the 25th Amendment. So agreeing on the resolution, House Resolution 21, they've gone through a few different votes tonight. And I've been trying to monitor what's going on on the House floor. However, there's a lot of downtime and it's also happening mostly when I am on the air. So I don't get to follow it that closely. But we know that even if the uh, even if it gets to the point where they suggest to Mike Pence that he invokes the 25th Amendment, Vice President Pence has already said, uh, no, we're not doing that. And I encourage anyone in Congress not to go down that route. Looking at the way that this latest vote is going down, it's exactly down party lines, except one Republican said, yes, I don't know who that one Republican is yet. And they're still counting the votes. And if there's a speech or if there's a moment where it looks like they're explaining what could be happening next, I'll dip into it. It's just one of those things that are happening live as we speak. Don't exactly know what I'm looking at either. Um, a lot of times since not all of the congressmen are in the uh, House at this as we speak, congressmen and women, they have by proxy someone go up to the microphone and say, uh, from the state of Florida. And then the person says, Representative so-and-so from Florida and concurrent to House Resolution 21 would vote yay on the matter of the, you know, then they say that and then they count that person's vote. So there's a couple of people that haven't voted yet, about 27. And I think after that, they will read what the result is and what could be happening next. The bigger thing is tomorrow, which is the vote when it comes to impeachment for the second time. I hope they don't do it. Uh, CBS News makes it sound like they're going to do it, at least with the newscast that you heard there at 10 o'clock. I just don't know which way that's going to go yet. There aren't Republicans that are going to be taking that stance with Cheney being one of them that just came out today. I just don't know how that's going to go there, but we'll see. It's uh, it's a political thing at this point. It's meant to be, and it is a political thing. It's designed to be a political thing. Keep in mind, they are using the 25th amendment for political purposes and they're using this next impeachment again, uh, part two for political purposes. Just keep that in mind. That's the intention of it. Real quick, let's go to Susan, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America, Susan. Uh, good evening, Ryan. This is Susan from Nashville. I have some Hi. Hi. Uh, I have some information. You keep talking about the COVID vaccine and CVS. 
my understanding is is that Walgreens and CVS worked with the federal government and Medicare. They are the ones that are going uh, on site to the uh, long-term health care facilities and uh, vaccinating the patients there. So the gentleman that called in last night from California, he mentioned a name of a facility that he was living in. So that's how he got his shot from CBS. Right. He's, he said, I think it was his dad that was living there, but he was also pretty oh, right. old. Yeah. Uh, well, I wouldn't say old relative to uh, the vaccine. He was up there where it comes to the at-risk population. Right. Yeah. So I be- I'm pretty sure that's how CBS um, comes to play in that. That they okay. are that, that they're working with Medicare on that. Great. Because okay. I know well, thanks, in Tennessee, Susan. when the vaccine comes in, they have to give some to CVS and Walgreens before they take it out to the health departments. And that's the thing I didn't understand because the big question was I uh, the, the keeping it a certain temperature and storing it, which the specialized equipment was not something they would have at those stores. However, it sounds like dry ice and other methods are being used to make it work. So that right. was the, the follow-up, uh, yeah. My understanding uh, is that um, with the Pfizer vaccine that requires the dry ice, that it's shipped out to the locations in a, some type of a specialized container that they can keep for six hours. And, of course, they're going through those um, doses in that time period. Okay, great. Thanks, Susan. I appreciate it. Have a good night. When we come back, I was going to talk about this first, but I uh, ran out of time because we're watching what's going on in the House and they're still taking some votes. There's about 12 congressmen or women that have not voted yet. I want to talk uh, about big tech and censorship and what that could lead to. Fox had uh, Ari Fleischer on. And also I saw a message from Elon Musk who said, Hey, you know what? Monopolies are wrong. Time to break up Amazon. So there's been a lot of pressure and pushback to some of these big tech companies. They're starting to get back into it, too. This is what I'm going to give you the option. (laughs) Either we talk about big tech censorship or I play the Gloria song over again, the Italian version of Gloria in the next break. You're going to have to wait to find out which one we do. Or you know what? If you want to text in, tell me which one you want to hear. Gloria, the Italian version or big tech talk. It's up to you. 314-436-7900. It's Overnight America, KMOX. St. Louis's weather station, KMOX. You asked for it. Look at these. Look at these text messages. Gloria. 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 It's rough. I don't know. I think it's necessary. It is fun to listen to. Let's just get at least one Gloria in there. Then we'll take your calls at 314-436-7900. There it is. All right. That's all I needed. It is a really good version of the song because it is the original. (laughs) Let's go to Big Al who's holding on. Welcome to Overnight America. Say hi to record. Come on, Frank. Go on. Stop. Stop. There he is. That's That's Freggy. He loves you, bye. Oh, so good How to hear, Frankie. I'm all right. How you doing? Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. Um, Happy New Year. I'm diabetic, and uh, it's depressing when you open up Wall Street and see that we're 16th in the world of obtaining the shots per capita, hmm. and you wonder why we're short. Wow. 
I didn't realize we were sixteenth. That seems uh, yes, sir. Not good. Yes, per capita. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess we're spending I wonder money what on that MP. means. Yeah, I, I wonder why impeach- that's the case. Impeachments and uh, cover-up stories, and you know we have no money anyway. So, um, I'm diabetic, type two. Risk, high risk. I've been in this basement for almost a year, and I'm tired of it. So, everybody, please get the shot. I know it's your right to do whatever. It's not. There's no freaking code in it to track you, and so do us all a favor. And it's like the mumps, measles. Take the shot, and let's all move down the road because. Rick, I'm so tired of all this back and forth. And at 58, I want to be around for my grandbabies, but to think of what they're facing and free speech is fine unless you're against their side. And then there's no free speech. Yeah. And it's, I never thought we'd get to this, but people, you need to wake up and pray Open your eyes and seek the truth because we are being infiltrated. The proof's out there and you just need to wake up because someday you'll wake up and wish you hadn't. Great. Okay. Big Al, it's so good to hear you again. And you're so right about free speech. And I just want to point out for the longest time, the the definition of hate speech was when someone says something I disagree with. And now we're finding out incitement uh, is almost defined as when someone says something I disagree with. And that's the thing. When you keep using that as the test of what free speech is, then you're going to find that there's going to be issues like this. And uh, the point of taking it to this level where we're seeing it yet again. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if that is going to just magically change if we're going to just start listening to each other again. I just don't know. Uh, Roy, welcome to Overnight America. Yes. I, I keep hearing you say it now. If somebody broke in your house and took everything out of your house and the police tell you that they caught the guy, so what you say, let him go, or do he deserve any punishment? Here you keep oh, yeah, saying that this you you keep saying that this is political that Trump don't need to be he need to pay for what he did until you can understand that that he need to pay man it need to be some consequences you keep thinking that he's just supposed to be let go and 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 just go scot free into the sunset no he it was some damage done five people died in this you should. You should be the first one to say, okay, I understand. It's, it, it may be some kind, but he deserved. You keep saying, oh, they're on the floor. they voting this way. They need to all get together and vote to impeach him so that he can pay for the damage that he done to this America, man. See, I, what you're finding, I think what you're doing is that you're, you're, you're mixing two things together that not everyone sees it as two things that are together. They see it as two separate things. The people that went to the Capitol building, went into the Capitol building, did terrible things, destructive things, violent things, every single one of them. If, if they stepped foot in that Capitol building and they weren't welcome there, 
every single one of them should be charged. I have no problem. And that's exactly what should happen. If anyone hurts someone else or committed violence or damage, then yes, by all means, I think they should be held accountable for what they did. Now, when you cross in and say that that is equal to Donald Trump is the one that committed those crimes, then I think you're crossing too far. Love him so much. You love him so much that you refuse for him to pay for the crimes, man. No, 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 no. I'm going to take a time out because I'm going to I'll say that I have been consistent when other politicians have said things that have drove people to the point of committing crimes. Let me take Bernie Sanders, for example. There was that madman over in Illinois that listened to Bernie Sanders was incited by it, took his uh, rifle and started shooting at congressmen that were practicing for a softball game. And, you know, Steve Scalise gets shot. Secret Service agents get shot. And no one said this is Bernie Sanders's responsibility to uh, we need to hold him responsible for the things he said that incited this person. No one's no one agreed with not even Republicans agreed with that. And we see it over and over and over again with all of these elected officials the last couple of years. So many examples to cite where there is direct calls for violence, direct calls, none of which was taken seriously. And I got to say this, too. If we're going to be consistent with all of those, you can't say Donald Trump was the one that directed these people to break into the Capitol and do all of these things. You cannot you cannot say that the president. If you're the president, the world listen to you. If you're the president. Yeah. No, that's true. You can. OK, this is what I would say, Roy. If you can say that the uh, the president sets a tone and people pick up on that and react in different ways. I'll, I'll agree with that. He can he can set a tone in the way that he brings these things up. I just don't think he directed people to do this. And, and murder was committed. And you yeah. continue to stand up for that. I, I, I just can't. I can't. I can't wrap my head around it. I can't see why you can't just. Go ahead and say something should be done to this man. He should be impeached. Okay. A lot of people believe that. A lot of Republicans believe that, too. I just don't think this is um, fruitful. I don't think it's necessary. He's going to be out of office in eight days to go through all of this. It's a political, again, it just a par for the course when it comes to uh, the the things that they've tried to do to him over the years. Uh, you know, and it's, again, I'm I'm telling you all of these different things. None of this is going to account to, uh, to anything. None of this is going to amass anything. If you want to try to make a point, you're saying and admitting that it is a political thing. Then what is the would the president say at that point? Well, we have his response. Hold on. Let me bring it up real quick. Uh, he was traveling today and he was in a couple of different places. First, the White House, then Joint Base Andrews. He gave a couple of statements on this. Let me bring that up real quick. Uh, we OK. Here is uh, President Trump. Uh, as far as this is concerned, we want no violence, never violence. We want absolutely no violence. And on the impeachment, it's really a continuation of the greatest witch hunt in the history of politics. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. This impeachment is causing tremendous anger. And you're doing it. And it's really a terrible thing that they're doing for Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer to continue on this path. I think it's causing tremendous danger to our country and it's causing tremendous anger. I want no violence. Thank you very much. Thank you, everybody. And that's kind of been his M.O. 
it is no violence. He wants law and order, and it's been like that for a while. And I mentioned to Roy some of the examples. There was a supercut that was made based on the, um, you know, the the Nancy Pelosi's, the more liberal people in Congress that have actually gave direct, direct um, incitement of violence. So let me just do this real quick. I'm going to play it for you. And where is it? Hold on. Uh, do I have it here? Supercut. Okay. Now I'm going to play this for you. Now keep in mind, this is a looked at as a news event. And what I'm going to tell you right now is if you did not call for any of these politicians to be removed from office over the past four years when they said things like this, if you have not called for their resignation, but you call for it now, you're admitting this is a political reason. Okay, let's play it. I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there's unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. When they go low, we kick. How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? Biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. I thought he should have punched him in the face. I said, even if you lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murders. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. You would have been a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump. And that's a fact. Look as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? All right, so I'm going to stop it right there. But when you hear the politicians talking about punching Donald Trump in the face, including Joe Biden. When you hear the Hollywood actors talking about uh, memorializing John Wilkes Booth to try to imply that is the route, it's terribly despicable things. When you go back and look at uh, no rest, we need to incite all of these different pieces of language that have been used over and over and over again. If you didn't call for the resignation for any of those politicians or decry any of the different people that have called for violence. I mean, direct violence for the president. If you looked at the uh, Kathy Griffin photo, if you looked at the plays where they show him getting physically assaulted, if you went online and you just took delight in these sort of things, and today you're turning it around and saying when he goes to a rally and says, we want to peacefully protest in front of the Capitol building, and then people take the uh, take it and then try to say that was incitement. I'm telling you, there's a huge double standard here. Either all of it is wrong and you forgot to mention it on your side or you've been calling for it and you're allowed to bring it up this time. Otherwise, you're admitting it's a political problem. And if that's the case, I want you to take what Joe Biden said and say he should step down for inciting and take what Nancy Pelosi said and say she should step down for inciting. Let's just throw them all into the same bus there. Let's do it. If that's how we're going to try to play it from here on. Either that or this is political. We'll take some more of your calls after the weather. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. It's Overnight America KMOX. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy. The tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. News Radio 1120, KMOX, the voice of the Cardinals. And welcome back to Overnight America. I wasn't really planning on talking about this here, but it sounds like Big Al started something, which. That's what Big Al is good at. <laughs> he knows how to start a discussion. <laughs> he had a text message. Uh, Roy, wake up. That was signed Big Al. Uh, and another person texted in, tell Roy Antifa. Okay. So I think that this has been a very polarizing thing. It has. I, I look at this and looking at the vote today to invoke the 25th Amendment, it does not look like Republicans are in favor of that happening. It looks like there could be some senators uh, on the Republican Party that are going to switch votes and call for an impeachment. That's a possibility that they do. Uh, there could be more than just a few. And because of all those things, it makes you wonder, what does the party look like? Uh, or do they just want this to be over with? Do they want to set a point? Is it just the Democrats that have been using this as a way to score some political points it, it, as a nation? Generally speaking, of the 70 some million people that voted for Donald Trump, how many of them want to see him impeached? I don't think it's uh, something that the Republican Party wants to address, because when they do polling, it's way up there. I mean, in general, over half of the population, when you look at all parties and all people, over half the population are in favor of that happening. So it's a very polarizing thing right now. And I think they are done on the House floor. I didn't see a final vote, but. Obviously, Mike Pence has already said that he will not go forward with any uh, 25th Amendment. So let's take some of your calls. I'm sure that you want to continue with it. Let's go to Carol. Welcome to Overnight America. Can you hear me laughing out loud in KMOXville? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> Across the wires or wireless? Across the wires, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Lovely Roy is right. Mm-hmm. The nice, dear gentleman soft-spoken is right. And Ryan, tonight you're off your rocker. You are off your <laughs> rocker, and I'm laughing. I'm going to 
I'm going to disagree so with two things. Good. I wouldn't say Roy is soft-spoken, <laughs> number one, but Fair. number wow. two, Roy, Roy, okay, Roy. off my rocker, I'll allow you to try to convince me I'm off my rocker. Roy is your elder, and that's he's being very kind on the telephone, and I can mm-hmm. pick that up from him. He's older than me. I'm, I'm 64. I could be your mother. My goodness. <laughs> he could probably be our grandpa, but I think I respect him. I can tell. And there's something wrong with the Donald. And I don't think you understand it. And it should worry you and not, and it should concern you. So he's done something wrong. He's a little instigator. And he knows he is. He loves that. And, so, and don't say it's political. It's not political. Now we're politics. Forget the politics. This is called human beings. I mean, mm. the guy <laughs> instigated some things and then got in his safe little limo and disappeared. Of course. And... Call it a rebel rouser, call it a bully, but he deserves the names now. And he's okay, not so you to can say no. okay, you can say that he's a bully. That's fine. That's an accurate description for Donald Trump. With just a couple of days left in office, do you really believe that this is being done currently because they think that he's going to try to nuke a country and he needs to get out of there because he's a danger? No, I believe. I don't believe he's. You know what? He's capable of anything, so I can't say what he'll do or not do. He's got, he can touch the button if he wants, right? That's scary, right? For anybody. That, so I can't say he'll do that or not. But what he can do, he's got the power, and he knows it. He's got the power to get everybody else to do the trashing for him. And unfortunately, it causes harm. I don't care what group it is. I don't care if it's white lives matter, black lives matter, Catholics against abortion. I mean, I really don't care what hat they wear or what color is their skin, all right? These are people that all have their own little opinions, but some of them can go out of control. And he knows how to push the buttons. And right now, in our world, in our society, which is breaking down, and we all know it, and it is emotional for people. But my God, especially for us, when we're powerless and we sit home in Kirkwood, Missouri, real safe and sound, right? In the, you know, oh, away from all the trash, as I say, the trashing. Aren't we lucky? But my God, he's got the power to do harm in an indirect way, but yet directly to these people. Well, I will. Yeah, well, I will mention there's a lot of other people that have that power and also have those resources. And I think that if we use this power that has been given to Congress in this way and in this fashion to set a to set a tone for a political party is, I think, a dangerous way to do it. And uh, Carol, thank you for the call. I don't like Again, I I don't like to think that the president of the United States, Donald Trump, was purposely trying to get people to uh, break into and hurt and harm people inside of the Capitol or go even further. I do not think that was the case. I, I don't believe that. Timeline wise and all of these other things, it doesn't add up. He's done many rallies in the past, none of which have really gotten to anywhere near this. I mean, think about all the different crowds he's been in front of before in the past, none of which is this has never happened before. I don't think there was any indication for him to figure out that any of this was even a possibility. And all of that said, you don't have to like him and you can think that he is uh, someone that riles people up to do stupid things 
sure, you can believe those things. I just don't like the way that this is ending, and I don't agree with it. So, you know, it's you don't have to agree with me either. That's fine. Not a lot of people do. Some people do. Some people don't. Uh, let's go to Dan, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, good evening. Hey, um, I want you to listen to I want to set the scene here for, uh, for you for a second. Uh, before Trump got up there and gave his uh, speech, uh, remember you had his son and that idiot lawyer of his up there talking about what they should do. And his lawyer goes, hey, look, we need to do this some type of military way. So now look at all these people. What was the direct quote? Do you you remember what the direct quote was? And and who said it? Was it Giuliani? Do you know who said it? Giuliani said it. Now let me finish before you interrupt. Now you got all these people with these Trump flags, Trump outfits, Trump, everything was Trump. And then Trump gets up there and gives that speech, gets these people uproar. They're already uproar because of what Giuliani said. And they're ready to go in and just tear ass. I mean, just go at it. And yeah, no, we're done. We're, we're going to be done with this because I'm going to look up Giuliani's transcript. And let me point out, too, during the timeline, uh, I've seen certain timelines. The crowd that was at that event were not there when the instigators went into the Capitol building. The timeline doesn't add up. So if they were trying to get from where that speech was conducted and then the massive crowd that was there trying to get over to the Capitol building, it wasn't possible for them to, well, I guess it was possible, but for the sheer number of people that were there, it's not likely that the ones that were at that rally were the ones that were jumping in first. But I guess investigations will tell. I'm looking at the transcript from Giuliani because I wanted to get that quote out before. Uh, let's see. Joe Biden. Da, da, da. OK, he talks about turnout. He talks about voting, talks about scientific proof. Um I got to find that exact quote because I don't see it in part of this transcript right here. Maybe I'm just overlooking it. Um, he was up there with professor Eastman. I don't see him talking about military. So I, I'm going to look that up first. Cause I'm not going to let you just put something out. That's not true. Let's go to Dwayne. Who's holding on. Welcome to overnight America. Good evening, Ryan. I would like to know who's going to play Donald Trump when they uh, make the movie of, of like this. <laughs> I don't know. So like an Oliver Stone film, who do you think would bring it up? Probably him. I I don't know. And I don't think they can get anybody as ugly as like Nancy Pelosi yeah. to like play her. Uh, uh, I don't know. Dude, that sounds like I don't even know who would want to go see that, honestly. Well, would you want to see that movie? <laughs> I don't know. It might be a hit. <laughs> it might be a long time. Just don't be Alec Baldwin or something like that. I, you know, I don't know. I, I, it makes you wonder in context what will be brought up here. But then again, it could be many years before something like that is done before people even want to bother with it. But Dwayne, thank you very much for the call. Well, I guess there's going to be the Netflixes and some of these other places that are really going to try to force it. Normally, you don't see movies portraying a president that is so close to their presidency. I know Oliver Stone did one on George W. Bush, not that far removed from it all. And Oliver Stone's someone that likes to look into history. I guess he'd be the one to do it. Let's go to Steve, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Hi there. I've been listening, and you were asking about Rudy Giuliani. 
mm-hmm. he said something like, let's go out and do combat. That was the military term oh, he used. combat. Okay, let me look that up. I'm, I'm trying to find that quote, and then let me make sure I get it correctly. Okay. I, I don't know how, you know, what other words, but combat was the word. Okay, well, thank you. That helps me search it, because I didn't see military anywhere in there. Let me look it up. Well, okay, I, so I think that's pretty incendiary myself. I don't know about you. But anyways, uh, why I called was I've been hearing reports on the different news sources today that Trump's going to pardon these uh, marauders, these capital marauders. What what do you think of that? Uh, thanks, Steve. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't see him doing that. And even if that's the case, that would actually probably be less scandalous than the pardons Bill Clinton put in at the end of his presidency. But then again, I do not see that happening, and I don't think that should happen. Uh, let's go to Ron, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Hi there, Ryan. I want to congratulate you on that audio montage you did of how the other side uh, made vitriolic assaults on the president. Uh, he, he's been attacked since he went in the Oval Office by uh, under the banner of resistance. Mm-hmm. And I think that this impeachment thing going on and on, we toss that around, I think that's going to become a badge of honor. For the ones that voted for it, that's something they'll campaign on, fundraise on, that they'll be I, I able know. to... But that's they, what they're they, doing it for. I don't know. I don't know. But I, it, it, it's it's getting to that point that I'm I'm thinking about that. Yeah. I yeah, that could be something that really riles their base up. Uh, sure, you know, I hey, I was there and I did that to Donald Trump. He's not going to be looked at favorably by many people when we go back. Yeah, and it's going to be easy to use him as the scapegoat for any of the problems we have in the future. Man, they're going to blame him for everything, and that's part of the issue I think we're running into. They have blamed him for everything, even things he wasn't responsible for. They just uh, piled it on, and we're looking at just a couple of days away from the end of his... I mean, we are eight days away. Tomorrow will be one week away from the end of his presidency. None of this is necessary. So, yeah. all right. Thanks, Ron. Um, that's what it would be. Again, political. It's it's just a political thing. So, Next thing you know, the donor emails are out. Support me while I do this to Donald Trump, I guess. We'll take some more of your calls coming up next. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. It's Overnight America KMOX. This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring. The flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com on KMOX. And here we are in Overnight America. So it looks like some of the first news articles that are being published here from the last couple of minutes. So uh, in the end, after debate and after more voting, the U.S. House of Representatives voted late Tuesday to pass a resolution urging Vice President Mike Pence to invoke the 25th Amendment. Uh, They looked at it as a symbolic vote. I think only one Republican crossed over in this one. And when I was watching the vote on C-SPAN, I didn't see who that person was. The thing that is interesting for two reasons. Uh, Number one, Mike Pence has already said that he will not go forward. He will not invoke the 25th Amendment. He said, quote, in the best interest of our nation or consistent with the Constitution. That's why he said he would not be invoking uh, invoking it. And I also want to point out the fact that when it came to the Republican members of the House, so many of them voted not for this to happen. And I wondered if there would be more people like in the Senate, there's going to be more Republicans that cross over. 
the best interest of our nation, nor is it consistent with the Constitution, mostly because that 25th Amendment is looked at as the transfer of power for other circumstances. I look at tomorrow to primarily be another symbolic gesture, and that's what they're doing here. Are they going to go through and force a trial that will be conducted after he's out of office to prove a point? Uh, some people believe that should happen. I think a lot of times people are just going to be satisfied with the fact that he is out of office, which is going to happen naturally here on the 20th, so a week from tomorrow. But we'll take some more of your calls. Uh, let's go to Ken. Welcome to Overnight America. Yeah, Ryan, thanks for taking my call. Uh, you were talking about uh, how polarized we are, and I certainly agree with that. And I was, I was just wondering, do you think your program – helps the situation or hurts the situation? Mm. So I would say if you think talking about the issues is a good thing, then it helps. Um, I don't think I'm out here riling people up to commit crimes or anything. I don't think that I'm trying to be sensational. I'm not trying to be a shock jock. We just talk. So unless you're against talking, then I think that shows like this are helpful. Yeah. Well, I mean, who can, I mean, what a question. Who can be against talking? No, I'm not, I'm not against talking. So you're, you're right there. Uh, you know, that montage that uh, you played, I, I just, God, I, I just think, why would he do that? And, you know, let's, and as you say, if talk is good, that's fine. But on your program, over here is one side. Mm -hmm. That's over here from you. And right. in fact, if you listen to MOX, all day long. All you're getting, it, it, the, the, the new slogan for MOX should not be home of the Cardinals. It should be fair and balanced. I think that with the radio station today, there are a lot of different opinions from people that you are, you're, there's probably some surprised opinions that are coming out. But let me put this out. Nighttime's a little bit different than the rest of the shows. Since I do four hours, we welcome a lot more phone calls. And a, those phone calls do not always agree with me. And that's a good thing. Um, during the day, it's more guest-oriented in discussion, and it's not necessarily open for debate like it is here at night. So if you listen to this program, you're more likely to get some pretty varying opinions that people call in. And I also want to point out, since I'm at the nighttime hours and I'm alone doing my thing, um, yes, I am having a representation of only one person, and that's me. I, I only represent what I look at and believe in these situations. So I don't always feel the need to uh, be a journalist. You know, I'm an opinion guy. I'm a commentary guy. Uh, it's up to callers like you or anyone else that disagrees with me to call in and tell their point, and I'm more than welcome to have a discussion on that. So, Okay, one uh, other thing I'll let you go, uh, uh, Ryan, I've taken up enough of your time. Mitch McConnell, I did see uh, a piece this afternoon uh, that it, it didn't say it's in favor of the impeachment, but I think they used the word delighted. The New York Times is who's reporting this, so and I realize they're liberal, so who knows. But I, the way the article read was he really wants to get rid of Trumpism and get back to what the conservative Republicans are, mm -hmm. are really for. So that kind of surprised right. me that Mitch... Uh, would would that doesn't mean he's going to vote for it, 
but he yeah. did, uh, according to the New York Times, say that. So uh, anyway, okay. you have a good evening, and I appreciate Thank you taking Ken. my call. Anytime. Thank you for calling in. I saw those same quotes of Mitch McConnell, and I wondered to myself, is that really what he said? Is that what he wanted reported? Is that the tone you want to try to put out there? Um, I find that there's some similarities between what we saw here in Missouri and what we are watching play out now. Similarities in philosophy, as in, remember when Eric Greitens was under fire and he was being accused of crimes or whatnot, and then people were, well, actually, I don't even think he was being accused of crimes, uh, but there was a pretty big scandal, and he eventually stepped down from office uh, as governor. And one of the reasons he realized is because if some of these different pieces of arguments were to be debated and brought up or maybe legislated, uh, and there was a vote that would happen in the Missouri House, um, he didn't make friends there. And because of it, there weren't going to be people defending him. I think what we're seeing now is similar to Donald Trump because you're finding that at the end of all of this, I think a lot of Republicans are just ready to move on in the sense that they liked his policies. They liked what he was able to bring when it came to uh, policies. Right. And afterwards, they look at it and say, man, it is not sustainable. And when it's over, it's probably better to be over. And we have to find a way to unify the party without being a party of Trump. And I don't know if Mitch McConnell is looking at this as the opportunity to try to bring the Republican Party back to a pre-Trump period. And that's going to anger and upset a lot of different people because of that. It just will. But I think that for him, it's a more stable atmosphere to legislate in. And maybe that's what he looks at. But, you know, he's up there in age. He's not going to be the Speaker of the Senate much longer. I mean, that's going to be someone else. And then again, uh, all of that could be just my wrong gut feeling on it. I don't know. Real quick, let's go to Rod, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Uh, uh, My comments, uh, first of all, I think it was uh, good that you played those comments because we we never hear that the Democrats are saying all this stuff. And uh, they have gone after Trump since the day he was elected. The New York Times said, start the revolt and let's impeach him. And mm. I think when you look at what just happened in Washington, the Republicans were set up. If there's going to be 300,000 people in Washington, you would think you would want extra security because of it. And and you knew that they were going to do the 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 thing in the in the you know on the electoral college that vote they were yeah. going to have the debate this this way we never got to hear except at the beginning of the debate on Arizona and yeah, then it true. was over uh, yeah. and yeah. Uh, there's oh, sorry, lots for, of people for... that have called in that that went yeah. to that rally that said there were troublemakers. That left oh, right away. Yeah. And and for the sake of time, Rod, we got to go. But you made a good point there. But I think the one thing I would rebut is to say that we have pointed out all of the destructive things that have been said and done, but just nothing was done about it. So let's continue this coming up after the break on KMOX. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yeah. 
even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T Mobile.com. 